Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Beyond the Balance Sheet. I personally am so excited to be bringing you series two of our podcast. We have a truly amazing series lined up, if I do say so myself. And I know that you're all going to be so inspired and motivated by our guests' incredible stories. If you're a new listener, then welcome to Beyond the Balance Sheet, the podcast where we interview incredibly inspiring business owners who prove that financial metrics aren't the only measures of success. I'm Ashley Bloom and I'll be your host while we delve deep into the lives of our guests who reveal the superpowers that really drive their business, the struggles they've faced and share the secrets on how to overcome them. In this series, not only will we be interviewing incredible entrepreneurs, but we will also have spin-off episodes where myself and our first guest who I'll introduce shortly will be talking about what we've learned from each episode and will provide you with tangible advice on how you can take those learnings and implement them into your business directly. So without further ado, this week, I talked to the one and only Lee Manning, partner at Raffingers, who are the creators of this podcast, my employers and top 100 accountancy firm. I was very much a visionary and very much wanting to change things and experiment and always push the boundaries. How quickly will businesses get back to normal? I don't think it's going to happen overnight. I think when lockdown is eased, I don't think the next month people are going to get back to pre-lockdown figures. It's going to take months or even years. So the important thing that we're trying to stress to clients is your cash flow management. Once you're out of this, you're going to be so much stronger and leaner that you will be able to take money out that you deserve and the business will be profitable. Lee has been at Raffinger's since he was a boy in short trousers and his passion is helping clients succeed, grow and be cash rich. Lee is also one of few profit first certified professionals in the UK and he specialises in helping recruitment companies scale from startups to multi-office agencies. I hope you enjoy the interview and I'll be back at the end. So Lee, welcome to series two, episode one of Beyond the Balance Sheet. I know from working with you and seeing the incredible work that you do for our clients over these past few years that our listeners are going to learn so much from your experiences. But to kick things off, I'd love to hear who you are, what you do and why do you do it? Hi, yeah, Lee Manning, one of the partners at Raffinger's, um, been there for 32, 33 years Started off as a junior, left college and worked my way up and we've merged, demerged and grown since I started. <clears throat> really enjoy helping SMEs, really get a buzz out of helping them achieve their goals, look at their, their forecasting, their 
profit projections and cash flow and really help them make sure that they know exactly where they're going and what they're doing and get a real real kick out of it. And you started at Raffinger's when you were really young. Can you talk me through your journey from the beginning when you first joined Raffinger's to where you are today as a senior partner at Raffinger's? If I can remember that far back, um, <laughs> yes, it has been a while. It started unbelievably before computers started, so everything was manual. All the bookkeeping was manual, all the accounts were typed up, and the old pool of typists that we used to have, just amazing. And then as obviously the PCs started taking over the world, things changed fairly rapidly. I knew that going forward, this was going to be a massive change in the industry and obviously helping clients with the technology and improve their business. The cloud technology really has taken over. Um, and I'm very much the forefront of technology change and really helping out as well as our own practice and what we learn in our practice. Also then passing that on to clients and making sure that they're sort of ahead of the game in their field as well. And you became partner in your 20s, didn't you? I think you were 25, 26. Yeah, yeah, when you became partner. I mean, that is really young to get that much responsibility. So can you just talk to some of our, I guess, younger listeners who are starting their businesses at some of the things when you first took on that role as partner at Raffinger's that you learned going from employee to kind of senior top level management? That's really funny because... (laughs) <laughs> the story the story goes that the senior partner wanted to buy his holiday home and the only way he could fund it was to bring me in as an equity partner. So it's quite funny that that was his excuse um, for bringing me in. But I'm sure it was obviously my dynamic skills and people skills and obviously <laughs> the way I work with people, which I try and convince myself that was the reason I was made a partner, not for his holiday home. But it worked well. It gave him the support that he needed, had to do a lot of soul searching around that time. Is this really what I wanted as a career going forward to stay with one firm and learn from sort of my mentor, the main partner that was there? I had a few wobbles over the years, but decided that, yeah, this was the place I wanted to be. And the, the big reason was that I stayed is that they gave me the the chance to go and, ex- not experiment, but go and into the marketplace, look at lots of things that I was interested in rather than just being the standard accountant and sort of tax um, person there. So I think that that was really important. Um, if if it was just me being a manager and doing normal compliance work, I think I would have left and it would have been very boring. But I was very much a visionary and very much wanting to change things and experiment and always push the boundaries. Nice. And... Lee, I think we can safely say that 2020 was a crazy year. Can you talk me through what business owners should be looking out for in 2021? So kind of a state of the nation, if you will. Oh, yeah. Great question. So 2020 year was a difficult year. We were learning as we were going as new regulations and changes and help that the government were putting in place. And we were learning as we were going along. I remember one webinar we were doing a press conference as we were doing the webinar and things yeah. were changing in the press conference and if you remember yeah so, <laughs> so we were getting feedback from the attendees saying that you do realize what you're saying is now incorrect because the government have just changed it <laughs> this minute so it was that was the challenge i think we did really well trying to get people up to date and aware of the grants and what was happening to help them with their business but 2021, I think, is going to be even more challenging. 2020, the main reason being that obviously these bounce back loans and the C bills loans need to start to be repaid. Obviously, the government, I think, are going to help again and maybe extend 
the term period to just give people a bit of breathing space. But with that and the, the deferred tax, the, I think they deferred the VAT the first quarter. So a lot of people took advantage of that. That now needs to be repaid. A lot of personal tax was deferred. And even if it's doing it on an Excel spreadsheet is a good place to start. If, if there are some software out there that we can help with that does make it a little bit easier if you really want to keep an eye on it. But it's so important to make sure that the cash flow and also on the back of that, looking at then where maybe if you haven't already reviewed your costs and your outgoings, make sure that you're lean as possible coming going through the summer and coming out of lockdown. Definitely. And again, taking a look back at the last year, what do you think was kind of the bigger picture impact that COVID had on SMEs and what can we learn from it? And I'm talking things like being super agile, you know, having to work from home, all of those kind of big unexpected events that happen to business owners. What can we learn from those events moving forward? Yeah, I think they will have put systems and change their business for much stronger and I think coming out of this the businesses will will really benefit from it I think what a lot of people have done is they've taken a bit of lockdown taking the time out now to look at their whole business they're look, reviewing their marketing plans looking at how they're getting driving sales into the business looking at maybe new markets new products some businesses that we deal with have done really well during lockdown unbelievably well and um, one client was doing stationary supplies to businesses so obviously that people working from home business dried down and now obviously doing a lot of PPE stuff so some people have done really well and rather than just sit and sort of suffer in silence and think the world is against them they've really taken the ball by the horns and really gone for it and really sort of developed their business and I think that's the important thing and for mental health as well I think it's helpful to really get yourself sort of uh, motivated and looking at the business and projecting forward, which I think is so important. No point looking at the past. You really do need to go forward. I mean, it's interesting that you just mentioned your client because you deal with hundreds of clients across all different sectors. And can you talk me through some more examples of clients who have positively adapted with COVID-19 and how they've transformed their businesses for the better through, you know, being agile, launching new products and that kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. So I deal quite with quite a few recruitment clients and obviously the larger recruitment clients with, with quite a lot of staff on board that have struggled. And it's really those that were agile at the beginning um, seem to have worked through it and, and come out very strong where they have really kept their overheads really tight and even looked at reviewing their, their, their office space and looked at, right, do we really need this? This huge office in London. Can we go local? Can we really cut the overheads and and come out of this much stronger? So those guys have, have done particularly well. I think anybody e-commerce. I've had a couple of guys, a, a client who is in this sort of fitness space has done really well. So he's just gone crazy with the fitness app and everyone working from home and that type of thing. He's really sort of seen the opportunity there and made, made the most of it. And I've got other businesses that, as you can tell, retail is struggling, any sort of leisure is really struggling. And they have, they've tried to adapt, tried to go online, learn the new technology and really sort of try to make the most out of a bad situation. So those businesses yeah, that they have done pretty well. Had calls at the beginning of what can we do? 
Some people have even looked at their websites and improved their websites, taken the time that they didn't particularly have before to really then make sure that that's as strong as possible. Learn social media advertising because that's obviously a big play in the market now. So people have taken the time out to reskill, relearn stuff that maybe they wouldn't have time to do before. So I think it's down to the business owner. I think it really is down to the, that person to really push that business and, and make sure that they're doing as much as they possibly can. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. interesting you say that about people taking the time you know to turn their retail business onto e-commerce and things like that because it's one of those things that once you do it you never look back right but it takes a nudge and it takes something to happen in life to get you to kind of make those decisions to drive your business forward in that way and make those changes so I think it's definitely good to hear your overview of how kind of different sectors have had to be agile and change their kind of processes and their systems to work with with the times now. But because of COVID, obviously, a lot of people were made redundant. So a lot of employees were made redundant from businesses or furloughed and then made redundant. And those same people have kind of decided to launch their own businesses or, you know, started doing a hobby because they were furloughed. And that became kind of more of a side hustle. And now they're turning that side hustle into a full time business. Can you advise what these business owners, so these very new business owners, should be doing to make sure they put their best foot forward in helping their businesses thrive at this very early stage? I think they need to really concentrate on looking forward, really need to concentrate on doing their forecasts. It's amazing how many business owners, when they start, they just sort of jump straight in. They don't have got no plan. They've got no goals. And they don't really know where they're going. So we try to pull them back and say, right, look, you need to you need to know where your cash flow is. You need to know where the profit is. You need to know where your sales are coming from, where your peaks and troughs are. So where you may be having problems with the cash flow in the summer, maybe your seasonal business. Well, every every new business that I speak to, no matter how small, that's the first thing I say, look, OK, you, you, we do the compliance, form the company, get the VAT registered and so forth. But 
most importantly, before you do that, you have to see where, if this business is profitable. Um, show them the profit first system because it's such a great um, system to start when you're starting from scratch and got no history or legacy behind you. So I think that is so important. And they really understand the business. They get their hands dirty. They get to know how the finance works because most businesses are, are create their own their own company because they're good at what they're doing so if they're good at social media they're good at making something that's why they want to go out on their own but no one's taught them any about anything about finance and they haven't showed them how vat works i know it's it's, it's easy for us when we're doing it every day but these guys just need that that sort of guidance at the beginning so that is my my what my huge advice is that Get your hands dirty at the beginning. Look, when your business starts increasing and you start making profit, then you employ somebody to do that. You get somebody to do the books and all the sort of admin work. But to start with, you've got to know how, how your business is going to perform, how much profit the business is going to take, how much it can pay you. And that's the important thing, to pay yourself from the beginning. Definitely. And it's interesting you say that because in Series 1, we interviewed Linda Moyer and she said that the single most tricky thing when she first started a business was that she had great ideas because that's why she started a business in the first place. But she had no idea about the finances and all that kind of stuff. And she didn't realise how much time she needed to put in at the beginning, really understanding and getting to grips with her finances. And it's something that so many people, when they start a business, just don't think about the importance of when it is actually why they've gone into business in the first place, right? It tends to be for financial freedom. So um, it's definitely a great piece of advice that they really need to get kind of down and dirty with their finances. Is there anything business owners could do? And you've mentioned profit first. So can you go into a little bit more detail if that's the right solution? But is there anything business owners could be doing to help them make sure they get what they want and they reap the rewards of their businesses? Yeah, so nowadays... The bookkeeping system has made it so much easier now for business owners to really get to know their figures. So we recommend Zero, which is a great bit of cloud software. Um, and I've had, you wouldn't believe some of the business owners that now use Zero and are sort of qualified bookkeepers now and can run reports from the system. So that, that's without a doubt is the first thing is to, to use a bit of software so you can get that information as, as I said before, you're looking at forecasting software, Excel, and so forth. But Profit First, yeah, Profit First is, is, is basically a cash flow management system. And literally, is is taking your accounts, your, your bank account, and, and making sort of buckets where you put money from your main account into these buckets that you've allocated to spend. So, for example, you will have a bucket for your tax, you'll have a bucket for your overheads, you'll have another one for your owner's pay, and you'll have another one for profit. So the idea is to take money out of your main account that where all your income's coming into and obviously then allocating it to those accounts, but based on the fixed percentages that you've, we've agreed up front. So what you're basically left with is money in your operate your normal current account and you run the business based on the money that's in there. So as we all know, look, if you've got a few quid in your bank account, um, you're dying to spend it. <laughs> As a, human nature is that the more we've got, the more we want to spend. So the idea is to, to take that excess money out and allocate it to those accounts. And the first thing you allocate is profit and your owners pay. So you take yours first, which most business owners, when they're starting, take it at the end, which is not the way to do it. And then 
you you can make sure those percentages are reviewed on a constant basis as things change you change your percentages but the idea is to change your mindset of the way you run the business you run the business based on what's in that current account and you make business decisions on what is in your bank account so hopefully you've got maybe two or three months worth of working capital i.e. money to help the business keep afloat i think we locked down i think a lot of businesses if they were implementing this system would have been a lot more um, cash rich and successful if they'd implemented this system and then any excess money then you can start investing you can start hiring staff you can maybe invest in a marketing campaign or new products and stuff like that. So you're making those business decisions based on the cash that you've got in your business, not the other way around. Changing the, the your mindset, keeping an eye on those figures, um, and being very frugal with 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 your cash because, as you know, <laughs> cash is king. You can't sort of grow the business, run a business without any cash. Without doing a hard sell. Why do you think it's so important for business owners to have an accountant or a business advisor? Do you think they need one from the start? And also, just in general, why is it so important for business owners to have a sounding board when they're kind of trying to grow and scale their businesses? Yeah, the accountant will help you with all the compliance stuff, but every accountant can do that. Um, It's not overly difficult to form a company. You can do it online now register your company hmrc's website is now much more intuitive and user-friendly so yeah a lot of that is, is available online but what you can't get online is the personal relationship and advice and the mentoring and the coaching that we do so if you, you can imagine that i've been in practice 32 33 years seen a huge number of businesses from all sectors so all that knowledge that we've gathered that we can then help businesses and advise them and guide them and lead them forward just on our knowledge that we've sort of gathered over those years. And that just takes time. You can't get that from the computer or from a book. So that's why I think you've got to, you've got to really ask certain questions from your accountant. You've got to really push them and make sure that they're, they're there to help you at the end of the phone call and email. We try to have, uh, monthly catch-ups, calls and emails and Zoom team meetings with, with as many clients that possible. And we're not frightened of getting clients to ask us for help. We're, we're always asking questions and sort of pushing clients as much as we possibly can. So that's that's really important that we're there. And I've had conversations that clients are sort of not saying, look, we need some inf- we need some help, we need advice, but they've got to come forward. Do you know what I mean? If we're dealing with hundreds of clients on, on a daily basis, they've got to come to us and ask us and say, look, we need the help. And we're always there for them and we'll be more than willing to, to guide them and help them as much as possible. This isn't the same for all accountancy practices, but at Raffinger's we help with everything from business plans to getting funding and all of that kind of stuff, cash flow management, strategy, everything. So it's it's one of those things that the right partner will be there to help you with pretty much all of the business issues that come up throughout your journey and throughout your business cycle. Now, no surprise, as you know, we are an accountancy firm. We have spoken a lot about kind of the financial side of business during this episode. But as you know, Lee, this podcast is all about proving that financial metrics aren't the only measures of success. So outside of profit, what does success truly mean to you? For me, that's a great question. So I think having the ability to push boundaries, 
um, be the visionary, look at where the practice and looking at what clients I think will need over the next five, ten, five, ten years, put things in place now that will not only benefit clients, but obviously benefit the team internally. So they're being retrained, enjoying their job. I, I, I love that when we introduce something and it takes off and clients get the benefit of it and obviously we're enjoying that work as well. I think that that is just a huge um, plus for me and that really sort of keeps me wanting to come to work every day. And last question, if you had one piece of advice to give to somebody starting a business, what would that piece of advice be? Come and see me because then I can help you make sure your business is, is put on the right track from the beginning. But no, seriously, I think I've said it before, is, is getting your, your forecasting. I think that is so important to sit down, work through it and get to know your, your business from a financial point of view. That is the one bit of advice that I would say for a business startup, without a doubt. And then following from that is then to review those forecasts on a regular basis, always look forward um, and always push yourself. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lee, for joining us today. Obviously, I've been really looking forward to this episode with you because, as I said in my intro, there's so much that I've learned from you over these past few years and I know how many business owners will be listening and will just be taking down so many notes of things that you need, you know, that they need to be doing. So thank you so much for joining us and I will speak to you when we summarise the next episode. No problem. Thank you. Without being biased, I think that that was an incredible episode with some amazing insight into what business owners should be focusing on to get them through 2021, which Lee predicts will be one of the most challenging years yet for UK business owners. As mentioned earlier, as the series goes on, I'll be picking Lee's brains after every guest interview to share actionable advice that you can implement to help transform your business straight away. If you liked this episode, go and have a listen to the rest of the series in Series 1. We are Raffingers, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn at Raffingers. Alternatively, you can check out our website www.raffingers.co.uk. I have been your host, Ashley Bloom, and this has been Beyond the Balance Sheet. Thanks for listening and we'll have another episode for you next week.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.